Good morning, sir. What's your name? Me? Yeah, you. Yes. Nathaniel Saxon, sir. Your name's not Buttfucker3000, you yo-ho. Yo. Logging into my court with that as your screen name. Why would that? that in a little bit. Uh, what kind of idiot logs into court like that? What's your name again? Nathaniel Saxon. You know it, Buttfucker3000. But I don't believe that I typed anything like that in. Well, that's what it says. Why? Well, well, that that's just not. Yeah, me. you should. I'll put you in the waiting room. Yeah, you should. It couldn't, it couldn't possibly be an error. Well, think about what you call yourself online. <laughs> the other dude laughs. Uh, Mr. Grossnickel, could you take your hat off, please? Quit laughing in my courtroom, right. you yo-ho. earlier date, but he's here now. All right, good morning, everyone. We've got everybody with a name. You're all here. Bring Nathaniel back in. Hey, Budfucker. Your Honor. Yes? If I, if, if I may explain... Uh, my sister was the one that set up my, my Zoom account or whatever. Um, that but effer um, is my iPhone uh, pairing name for my Bluetooth speaker, sir. It's an inside joke. Um, it's not what you think. I, I'm, 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 I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. Well, it should be. All right, we'll come back to you. Be. This judge, I love his uh, judge, is constantly rubbing that guy's nose in it. Hey. Tired of that. Name that buttfucker 3000, is it? Welcome in. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe podcast from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, the, so there's a spot on Reddit called Am I the Asshole? Where people put scenarios forth that, hey, am I the asshole here? And I've got a good one. So. Rather than share it on there, I'd rather just bring it up with you now. Because I think, and, and yeah, uh, I, I urge caution because you're going to want to say, oh yeah, you are. You are the asshole. But let me explain. Let me explain, please. Before, don't rush to judgment. Hear me out, and then you can figure it out. Um, I think the practice of paying it forward is wonderful. Perhaps an unsuspecting person would encounter something uh, great that makes them feel spectacular or really helps them out. I just saw someone on Facebook posted that... um, they went to go buy a washer dryer set up through someone online person. They don't know. And, um, I don't even remember who it was just a random, I think it's a person I know, but I don't recall who, or someone posted it. It was something local. And the guy went to go buy the washer dryer. And, um, the person was asking $500. 
for the washer dryer. It actually looked like a pretty nice washer dryer setup too for $500. And then, uh, so the guy who was buying it said, Hey, so I have a little one that's about to be born. Money is tight. If you let it go for 400, I would, that would be awesome. What do you say? You know, he's bargaining. And then the guy selling the washer dryer said, yeah, all right, I can do that. So $400, seller gets four $100 bills. Buyer loads up the washer dryer, takes it home, hooks it up, opens up the dryer, and there's four $100 bills in it. The guy who sold it to him threw the money in the dryer. That's awesome. And he, he wrote, um, Hey, make sure you check the dryer. There's, I know there's something in there for you. So there you go. Now that's a, that's a sweet pay it forward. I like that. However, pay it forward in that regard is just terrific. There, there is nothing wrong with that. And then hopefully the guy who bought the washer dryer, there will be a random act of kindness in the future and uh, for someone else in a different capacity or whatever it may be. It could be volunteering time. Okay. But pay it forward has been ruined because of people waiting in a line. Pay it forward works because one person helps another out and then they go, what? Oh my God, this is incredible. You've helped me out so much. And then later on down, uh, later on and down the road, this will happen again. Okay. Maybe not the same scenario. People waiting in line have ruined it. There's been scenarios where uh, I've been at a toll booth and I uh, I drive up and they go, uh, hey, you're free to go through. The car ahead of you paid the buck 50 because the car ahead of him paid the buck 50 because the car ahead of him paid the buck 50. And I go, oh, so do I have to pay the buck 50 of the guy behind me? No, but it's pay it forward. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is the point of pay it forward if no one actually benefits? So you're telling me that the only person who's going to benefit is the last guy in line. So I'm not, I'm not, there's no benefit whatsoever here. Everybody's paying everybody else's. Someone's got to get it. Fuck that shit. I'm going through. That's the point of pay it forward. But pay it forward shouldn't be where you feel like an asshole because you're actually accepting what has been offered to you. And that is paying it forward. I'll do something else down the road, perhaps. But no, I'm not getting involved in this, this annoyance. Let's take it a step further. And I'm glad it looks like I'm already starting to uh, preach to the choir. Because Tyler says... If this happened to me for my $5 order and the order behind me is $25, that shit stops with me. 
that happen to me exactly like that and i'm not even uh, mad that you tipped off my story you didn't do that accidentally i mean you you didn't do that on purpose that wasn't like one of kenny's but oh my god this is bullshit so i need to know am i the asshole here i'm waiting in line at the supermarket up north by the way one pound well pound and a half of ground beef it was 1.3 pounds cost nine dollars and fifty cents it's like what are you fucking kidding me 950 for fucking ground beef what is going on here side note made the uh slaughter the turks uh, sorry, Eric Zancho podcast, Slaughter the Turks, Armenian, Sweet Heat, Chili, Over an Open Fire, Tripod, a chain attached to it, Cast Iron. Oh my God. It's hanging over an open fire. Queen of the Forest, uh, Fireside, reading her little book with puppies all around her. Complete serenity. I'm hearing a... Uh, a, uh, a, a symphony of wild birds chirping and singing away. I put my $9 ground beef in the pot with a whole white onion chopped, minced, along with an entire bulb of garlic. Recipe calls for a teaspoon of garlic. No, 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 no. And I've, uh, I have my little chili station set up fireside. Chop it all up. Throw the meat in the pot. Throw the onion, throw the uh, garlic, and then, oh, my God, cook it all up. Oh, man. And then, okay, drain it. And then uh, you're adding tomato sauce, red kidney beans, petite diced pota- uh, tomatoes, one can of pork and beans. I've already showed this recipe to you so many times. And then all the spices, a ton of spices. Cayenne chili powder, turmeric, which is supposed to be really good for you. Uh, onion powder, smoked paprika. Oh, let it simmer on the open fire. Sunsets. I'm hearing the coyotes off in the distance. Let's go kick his ass. Incredible. What a time it was. Um, all right. So I'm waiting in line and, uh, I see the guy ahead of me and, um, something was up, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. He leaves him and his, uh, him and his significant other leaves. He runs all my shit through. It's $95. And he says, hey, it's paid for. I go, what? It is? Yeah, it's paid for. Last guy bought it. And someone bought his. And right away I'm thinking, well, I don't know if, okay. I don't know how much he would have spent. Is this is this a good idea? And I go, oh, um. 
Okay. Wow. That is incredible. Well, I guess, and I actually said it out loud and I shouldn't have. I said, I guess I got to pay for the guy behind me as I look and I see a cart full with like a $400 bill. I guarantee it's a $400 load of food. I went, oh, shit. Well, fuck that. I'm not paying that shit. Fucking hey, man. There's no way. Decision is made. And uh, so I actually said it. It was heard by the clerk. I don't think the people in front of me or the people behind me with all the food heard. Uh, so I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm not saying another word. And so uh, gives me the receipt. Well, thanks. See you later. <laughs> and I actually said to the guy, I go, do people do this often? And he goes, oh, you'd be surprised. Some, you know, get a whole line of the whole day. And everybody's paying for everybody else's food. I'm like, well, and I'm thinking to myself, this is the stupidest thing ever. This is not what pay it forward was intended to be. So I accepted that gift. Now, will I, it's funny because we're walking out and your wife said, um, why did I say your wife? My wife said, fuck that shit. You gave a kidney. <laughs> she goes, that's good enough. So she's playing the kidney card. <laughs> Aram makes a good point. Just pay your dollars amount toward the other guy's bill. Yeah. Okay. But then again, they might, you see the problem with that is the line. They might feel obligated. I don't, I don't know if this works anymore. I think we need to get out of it. Okay. If you're within the sound of my voice and someone in front of the line in the line pays for you, I do not encourage you to pay it forward. Unless if like, it's a little kid with like a candy bar, then you know, you're good to go. You need to actually have someone benefiting from pay it forward or take that uh, $94 that your bill was and, uh, Write a check to, uh, you know, the Shriners Hospital or something like that. <laughs> After looking at full cart, ah, I guess I have to pay for uh, my medical bills with this extra money. You're right. Announce it out. Oh, man. Well, thank God this extra money is going to cover chemo. So uh, we take our shit. We get out of there. We... We've had our groceries paid for and, uh, okay. Now this is where I think, see, it's just awkward because then I'm walking out in the parking lot and there's the guy. Now this dude is poor. He doesn't have shit. And I'm like, well, you see, you don't have shit because you're not good with your money. You're busy just giving it away to strangers. You can't do that. Who are you? Uh, Nick in Maine for fuck's sake. What, what are you doing? So I, uh, I go walking up to him and he's getting into this shit box car and he's got a, pre a, a wife and they got a little kid and the kid's dirty. They're, they're poor as shit. And I just took their money. And uh, I don't have any cash on me. I'm not going to Venmo. Like, hey, what's your Venmo? I'm not going to do any of that shit. They need to be taught a lesson. So I'm like, ah, oh, hey, thank you. Hey, you know, you really helped out. 
I'm, I'm starting to feel like shit at this point, but it's all conflicted. You see, I don't need that type of stress when I go to the fucking store. This is bullshit. And he goes, well, uh, the guy in front of me, uh, oh, was, uh, well, he did it for me. And I'm like, well, well, that's great. I did it for the next guy. Complete lie. I was lying to his ears. Oh, shit. Oh, man. So, am I the asshole? Uh, okay, I don't think I am. Okay. I I do pay it forward on my own all the time. I don't sit around and wave a fucking flag and say, look, I'm paying it forward. I'm paying it forward. You know who used to do that shit? Freebeer used to do that shit. And we shamed it out of him. There were, there was a, a time, I, I don't know. He used to always like work in doctors without borders. Um, he, he used to like humble brag. Yeah, boy, at a time like this, uh, with that hurricane, it, uh, makes the thousand dollars I gave to doctors without borders seem really minuscule. I'm, I'm going to go home and give more. And one day hot wings and I kind of look at each other and, uh, started to just rip him a new one and we're going oh really tell us more about the charities you give to and holy shit this guy he was so pissed <laughs> he immediately quieted down and just like was simmering and there and we the guns turned on him boom 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 and we for 10 minutes just just reamed him and uh, I, we didn't hear that ever again. Um, that was similar to what. <laughs> now I know somebody like, oh, there he goes making. He's beaten. No, no, that actually happened. And that was a, a funny moment on the show, actually. So I don't want to hear anybody saying I'm taking a run at him. That was something that actually took place. Uh, Tyler says, I'm going home and doing two things. I'm going to be a great husband and I'm going to donate more of my money to charity. Howings and I shame would shame the shit out of him from time to time for shit like that. That was back when it was just a three person show when it was good. And, uh, now that actually is a, a, a petty jab by me, but it's true. The show was better when it was just three people. And when it was us went downhill from there. Um, all right. Maureen says, I thought pay it forward was for helping people who actually needed the help. Exactly. That guy who got that money should not have paid it forward to me. I don't need the fucking money. I don't need that shit. Um, would it be a kind thing if I then took that money that was given to me and give it away? Yes. Will I? Yeah, I will. I'm just not going to give it to the guy behind me in the shopping line. That's my problem. I'm not going to be a cocksucker and, and say, oh, well, that's mine. Fuck him. No, I'll pay it forward. And like I said, you know, uh, uh, whatever worthy charity or the local uh, kids food baskets, a great one, you know? So no, the buck stops, the buck stops with me at the line. The next guy's next, because it's dumb to keep doing it throughout the line. And it could be any line scenario, drive through, um, uh, fucking toll, grocery store, 
but make the buck stop at, with you. That, and then, then you can pay it forward, you know? But not in the stupid line. I am. So, I was so worried about talking about this. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. When this unfolded, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to talk about this in the podcast." I went, Ugh. "Am I going to look like a piece of shit?" You know, uh, am I going to look terrible? So, when you someone does pay it forward to you, just make a note of it, and then uh, you know, uh, give it away to someone else. I don't think uh, giving out Patreon subscriptions is quite the same. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go towards the sick kid. Corey says, keep it. Nah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Sarah says, I agree. You gave a kidney. No doubt you don't look like a piece of shit. I'm a, come on. By the way, Jeffrey... I talked to Jeffrey yesterday, the guy I gave the kitty to, and he's just so fucking eccentric and hilarious. Hey, man, glad you called. Eric, say hi to everybody. I'm like, what? Yeah, man, I got I got all my crypto friends here. He's in, you know, he's, he grew up here in Michigan, so he was normal. But he's lived for decades out in California, so he's crazy. And he's really gotten into crypto. Hey, man, I'm, I'm here in the metaverse with my crypto friends in our crypto space. He's made all sorts of friends uh, in, who buy and trade and sell crypto. So I don't know if they're getting together to contemplate suicide plans because they've lost like 70% of their investment. But uh, I'm like, uh, what he, he has a tendency to do is if he's on a call, either a video conference call or a phone call, he'll pick me up and introduce me to all these people who know him. And so you'll pick it up. Eric, are you there, man? Yeah, hey, Jeff. Okay, hang on. And he uh, introduces me to like 25 people. Hey, everybody, say hi to my kidney donor, Eric. And I'm like, oh, hey, all you gay crypto gang. How are you? And they're like, oh, we love you. You're awesome. We thank you so much for saving Jeffrey's life and shit. I'm like, ah, it's it's cool. I, I did that because I want him to lose all his money in cryptocurrency. You all should stop doing this and invest in the stock market. Oh, my God. Uh, so that was fun. And uh, he is thriving still. He, uh, of course, gets uh, regular checkups from the doc, and he is uh, still taking his anti-rejection medicine, but a little less, a little less each time, you know, uh, over time because – uh, to weaken his immune system. Yeah, they actually, that's how they do it. They, they try to weaken the transplant recipient's immune system. Just dull it a little bit. So it's not, actually, they uh, kind of like destroy it and then they bring it back slowly, which is remarkable that they can even do that. Otherwise, his immune system is going to be like, ah, what the fuck? Whose kidney is this? Let's kill it. That's rejection, you know? You don't want to have that. Uh, the bitch about transplants is you can get a transplant 
and then you think you're in the clear for like years. And then all of a sudden the body says, all right, let's get this thing out of here. Let's take out the trash, you know? And, uh, but he's doing great. Comment. I had the owner of the golf course pay for all of our food at the course last night. She said, I'm paying it forward. I then went out to eat after that and ordered more beers than normal since I got a free meal earlier in the day. Am I the asshole? No. No, if people, that's a donation from the owner of the club. At some point, you may be put in front. Uh, all the all the pay it forward does is puts a little a mustard seed of hope into your brain. Okay. And then later on down the road, you uh, may think of that moment and then do the same. It doesn't mean like you got to run out and immediately do it. No, no, no. Use that to your benefit. That's how it works. All right. I am actually so relieved that I am not being a shit on. Thank you. You guys are fantastic. Cor- uh, Cor- uh, excuse me. Corey says, wear a shirt everywhere. It says, I gave a kidney. I've done enough. Uh, Aram says, what do you do to pay forward our Patreon donations uh, each month? Oh, are you suggesting that I take your money that I earn and actually give it away? No, I eat off that money, you dick. I would never do that. I need more. No, what do you think this this shit just happens for free? No, it's there's a fucking fee for that. Fucking dumbass. Kenny says we pay for all that sugar cereal. Yes, that is true. Uh, okay, so this reminds me. We've talked about the binging prowess of our pal Kenny and the swiftness that he worked his way through the entire Breaking Bad series. He then watched El Camino, and by September 1, he had not yet started Better Call Saul. Yesterday was September 5th, and... He was starting season five. Wow. My God. There's only six seasons. You'll be done in an hour. I, dude, I'm so, I don't know how you process all of the uh, TV. Whenever I watch too much, my brain, it gets so in my brain that I like, dream about it and oh my god chris k says good lord go outside lol (laughs) geez kenny go touch grass which is a hilarious way to say go outside and get some sun too that go touch grass kenny yeah i mean are you sure this is a good idea can we go out and interact with some souls perhaps i know you're uh your kids are gone for a period of time, so it's just you. But I don't, I would, uh, I don't know if I could do that. 
He is, however, folks, don't worry, doing DDP yoga still. So that's good. So it's just yoga and then Saul. Yoga, Saul. No video games. That is incredible. Uh, This show happens each and every weekday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you so much for being part of it. As always, you can email me whenever you have a comment or question. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Maureen writes this. This came in a couple of days ago. Concerning my efforts on uh, Big 101.3, the fun hits you know. I do what's known as voice tracking. So I'll sit right here talking to this microphone. I hit a button. I hear the last five seconds of Seals and Crofts Summer Dreams. I talk for 30 seconds and then I go to commercial or perhaps I'll play, uh, you know, the Archies. Sugar, sugar. Takes me like 40 minutes to do six hours of broadcast. That's the way most, uh, pretty much all radio stations do it, except for morning drive. Uh, so I've, I've revealed on there to you, I've revealed to you that when I go on the air there, rather than just sit there and be boring, I uh, make up random music facts that are lies. I'm lying to the audience's ears. And I try to see when these lies are going to come back to me. And I can count on maybe one hand how many times someone has said, hey, is that right? Is, is, is that a true thing? Maureen writes, hi, Eric. I hope you made it up north. You are enjoying yourself. I'm at my cottage on Little Crystal Lake in beautiful Crystal, Michigan. It's not that beautiful. It's kind of a shithole little town, actually, but I digress. Hey, there is nothing wrong with that. As long as you can get away, it doesn't matter where you go. As long as you get away from what you're used to. Uh, Grayling's not exactly, uh, you know, fucking Beverly Hills. We were in the car tonight and my husband turned on the radio and all of a sudden I heard a familiar voice saying, big 101.3, the fun hits you know. I said, hey, that's my old pal, Eric Zane. Then I told my hubby that you like to make shit up when you're doing that show. Well, you didn't disappoint because a few minutes later, the song was Sugar, Sugar by the Archies. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. And you said that Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath was in the Archies before he joined Black Sabbath. I laughed out loud. I don't think he believed you actually uh, that that you actually did that till he heard it himself. She writes parentheses. You lied to our ears. It was so funny. I just had to share with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Miss you bunches. Sign Maureen. I'm glad you heard that. Excellent. Uh, the point of that, reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If uh, you have anything that you want to write and make sure that I get it. I will see it on the, on the email, the shoreliners striping inbox. All right. Um, so for the audience on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, my gosh, it's time to kick you out. 
Enjoy the rest of your day. And if you want the rest of this show, you can find it on uh, at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I continue it on Twitch uninterrupted each and every weekday morning. I suggest you go there, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Give yourself a username and hit follow. That way you know when I go live. You can also subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. That means you'll get it all commercial free after the initial commercial airs. And then you're off and running. Uh, if you don't want to sign up with Amazon Prime or you don't have Amazon Prime, it's five bucks. But uh, like I said, otherwise it's free. You don't have to uh, spend more money. That's totally up to you. But I'll uh, send you off. Thank you so much. And as always, for the Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube crowd, remember, you can download the audio podcast when this one finishes. Eric, uh, just search Eric Zane Show on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And you can uh, check it out that way. So kick them out. And uh, Facebook and, of course, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. More about them in a second. Twitter happens courtesy of Blue Frost IT and YouTube courtesy of Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Getting set to get started on the long weekend. Thursday was done with all the stuff I had to do podcast wise. All I need to do is uh, help my daughter out. Diana and I are going to take a piece of furniture, a little TV, uh, uh, table for them, um, entertainment center, not big, uh, put it in the uh, back of the embellisher truck, keep it from moving. It's all strapped in off. We go to beautiful Holland, Michigan and the, uh, campus there, drop it off. I see where, um, Madison is living with all of her, uh, with all of her girlfriends, and uh, right away, I smell something burning when I walk in. I'm like, what the hell is going on in here? Uh, I'm making a pizza. And uh, and she opens up the door of the oven, and it's not on like a, a pizza pan or a cookie sheet. And I'm like, what do you, this is another example of how when you, you know, you, you just don't have various life skills. and You kind of have to learn the hard way. And I go, well, you got to put it on something. But well, said not to. I go, nobody does that. That's how you wind up with a with burning food and uh, a shitty-looking oven. We don't have a cookie pan. I, Jesus Christ. Do you have any tinfoil? Yes. Oh, my God. So I help her with that. Drop off the uh, entertainment center. Good to go. Diana and I are cruising back. Again, this is a 20-year-old truck. It's only got like 140,000 miles on it. Oh, good. You know, I love the truck. And, uh, but you know, it was in the back of my mind that I just had to update the, uh, uh, rear brakes because the, uh, lines ruptured, you know, the brake lines, which I thought for a second that, uh, one of the members of the group formerly known as the Zaniacs had cut them. In fact, I said to the tech over at Irvine's, can you please keep an out an eye out for any potential, um, type of, uh, you know, sabotage. I wouldn't put it past these stalking fucks to try to kill me. And, uh, thank God there was none of that. Um, but I had to, I just had to redo the brakes, you know, and, uh, and that's not cheap. 
No big deal. It happens. I like the truck. I like having the truck. So we're driving back from Madison's and then all of a sudden I've lost power. It's not, the motor's not running. I'm coasting down Chicago drive. I'm like, uh Oh shit. Pull it over. And, uh, the, 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 uh, it's all lit up. Everything's lit up. I still have, uh, electrical power. But I, it, the, the combustion motor is not running. And I'm like, this is bad. Something's going on here. Come to a stop. Hazards. Turn the damn key. It wants to start. You know, it's turning over, but it's not starting. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, this, it's suddenly, it appears like, it's suddenly not getting fuel. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have a a knowledge base here. Thank God Irvine's has all the knowledge I need. One guy on my Facebook post said, be a man and fix it yourself. You know how impossible that would be? What a, what a silly thing to say. I could pull off, uh, changing the oil. That's it, okay? The world needs to take their cars to mechanics. You know who agrees with that? Megan from Irvine's. So I'm like, ah, shit. So that, And all we wanted to do was go get sushi, you know? I mean, little did I know that at that time, I was going to get an extra $94 from some poor dude up north. So, you know, there you go. We're paying it forward. So I'm like, shit, call my son, Jim, where are you at home? And he's like, um, <laughs> hold on a second. I just got interrupted and in a good way. Champ boy writes. Now here's a name I haven't seen in years. You have many of my fondest memories. I'm stoked to see you in the pubs doing Twitch streams. Cheers and keep it going. Oh my God. Well, for fuck's sake, yeah, I've been doing this for almost four years. Isn't that crazy, ladies and gentlemen, that you can be doing this and you think, well, I, I, I wonder if I need to get the word out more. And this, this soul is uh, probably hasn't been aware. Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad that you are here. Just in case you don't know, Eric Zane show, wherever you download podcasts, and you can get my show, the audio, uh, from there, you can subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify and, of course, here. But thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, totally digress. So I'm like, fuck, man. This is a terrible way to start the uh, holidays, you know? Um, Jim shows up 10 minutes later. He lives right nearby. I'm so lucky to have a network of people, you know? Um, Jim takes Diana back home. Three miles away, not far at all. I call my pals at Grand Valley Towing. And I'm like, hey, can you come get the uh, truck? They go, well, it's going to be a while. I go, no problem. I'm going to leave it on the side of the road. Key will be under the mat. He goes, oh, hold on a second. My guy is dropping it off right now. It's going to be there in 10 minutes. I go, fuck yes. I'm right in front of Prince Motors. 
You can't miss it. I'm right on the side of the road. Uh, red Chevy uh, Silverado. Okay, I'll be there. Dude shows up. Here you go, man. And uh, boy, I, I often marvel at how quickly those dudes get it onto the back of the flatbed. And then I shot a video of it driving off. The guy honks. I wait there a minute and a half. Diana shows up. Off we go. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Now, I have no idea what this is going to cost. But I'm to this weird spot where, um, I mean, it doesn't matter what it costs. If it costs 50 bucks or 1000 do I start to think this is going to be a money pit? You know? Is it uh, at that level? And how often do you, um, you know, keep paying out before you go, all right, enough's enough. Because it might get to a point where I need to sell this to like guy who can fix a guy who can fix shit, you know, because if I sell it to guy who can fix shit, he would still be able to use that truck because a truck like that is a great truck. Okay, sure, it's rusted out, but what truck isn't rusted out? All these Chevys and Fords are all fucked up. But, I mean, there's a lot of good things with this truck, but I don't know if I want to keep putting fucking money into this, you know? I don't know. Sarah says that her son would buy that thing. So I haven't yet decided, you know? But anyway, that was a drag. Um, So we're down a car. Uh, thank you to Irvine's. I, I, I got it over there and, um, everything is, is as, as, as it is, you know, you, you drop it off. They take care of it. Uh, I, it couldn't be in better hands, by the way, car show coming up on the 17th at Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Oh my God. Thank you. New one. So for subscribing with prime, I appreciate that. Chris says, that's exactly what I did with mine. Some hillbilly bought it for cash. He didn't believe in banks. (laughs) And we were both happy. Oh, God. I don't believe in banks? Jesus. Okay. Um, Now, you need to know that... uh, Okay, no, wait a second. Before I get to that story, I'm already falling behind, and I don't want to do that. I've got to hammer out some of these sponsors. Uh, I have a Patreon, so this is a perfect opportunity to tell my new best friend here, um, Champ Boy, about what I do each day. I do this podcast every day at 8 a.m. Eastern time till about 10. So for two hours, I sit here and do my thing. Uh, I throw sponsors in. That's how I eat. That's how I've eaten for the past four years is having this free podcast sponsored. However, when I am done with it, I then do a second podcast called the Patreon Bonus Podcast. If you don't know, Patreon Patreon is a paywall where I put more content up there, but there's no sponsors. It's paid for by five and ten dollar donations by per month by you, the audience. Five dollars a month is all of the audio. Ten dollars a month is the audio plus the video. I put about 15 hours of content a week up on there, which is a great accompaniment for the 10 hours I do on this free podcast. The point is I'm keeping you uh, listening to content. I have various shows that I do. I do a daily 
Patreon bonus, which is a lot like this. I play a game called Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia with Dale, throat slash Dale, who, by the way, I'm recording tomorrow with Dale because Saul keeps scheduling job interviews on Tuesdays. So Blind Saul will take on Dale uh, tomorrow. I have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast as part of that with my old radio partner, Ben. And I also do the Insane Asylum, which is a music-driven radio show that I make for free on Patreon. And then the Lost Zane Recordings, which is my old radio shows on WBBL. So I have put all of that up there for you to download. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane is where you find that. If you just go there, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, it will all be explained for you in case you can't get what the hell I'm talking about. There you go. I'm down. I'm in California. Uh, he says, I'm down in Kalamazoo and used to mow many lawns to this voice. Feels good to hear it again. Also cool to put a face to a name. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what I've been doing for the past four years. Uh, Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, uh, is where I would like you to go to uh, get a new car. I tell you what, if I sell the truck, I'm going to go to Sarah Honda Granville and get another vehicle. S-E-R-R-A, SarahHondaGranville.com. Uh, go to the dealership along Kenwell Avenue in Granville, right by 44th Street next to the Cracker Barrel, and check the uh, certified pre-owned inventory. They have hundreds of cars on the lot right now for you to check out. In addition, if you want a brand-new vehicle, the way you do it currently is, well, might not be something that you're used to. In the old days, you just walk in and there's 500 cars on a lot. That doesn't happen anymore. The car industry is not doing it that way. That used to be the uh, case. And then pandemic happened. And then a series of logistic and demand supply issues made it so cars are actually not on the lots. That is going to go back to the old ways eventually, but not exactly. They're probably going to find a sweet spot of keeping some cars on lots, but not the number that they used to. And that's industry-wide. Why? I don't know. But the way that consumers are getting new vehicles these days are they go to the dealership, they meet with a representative, and they say, all right, I want a uh, new uh, Honda Accord, and this is what I want on it. I want this color, uh, these features, this package, and then you basically order it. And then a couple weeks later, it shows up. Oh. Anyway, do that at Sarah Honda Granville. When it comes to health care, there's no reason for any American to not have health insurance. There, I said it. If you are without health insurance um, because of reasons like your employer does not offer it, you are in between jobs, or you're self-employed, you need to know how healthcare.gov works. You haven't yet been informed, even though it's been here for years. That's otherwise known as Obamacare. Um, the Affordable Care Act made it so that people like you and I can get insurance for our families. What you do is you pay some of the premium. The government pays for the rest. Now, 
if you earn a certain amount of money above a threshold, you'd have to pay those premiums back. But if you don't, you don't pay it. That's fucking awesome. So if you want more information on how this works, I recommend reaching out to my pal, Frank, who is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker who can help you with Obamacare every step of the way. Uh, it is mypolicyshop.com, the name of the insurance company. Just go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out the form and get information about how this works. 616-914-4070. Okay. Or if you need help with the Medicare uh, system, if you're of age and that's getting ready to take place for you, if you're getting ready to turn 65, you or someone you know or love, reach out to Frank. Frank's services are free. You don't pay for it. He gets paid by the insurance company, 616-914-4070. And then uh, Full House Comedy, there's shows coming to the area. Brett Ernst just finished up a great run in West Michigan, fullhousecomedy.com. This week, tomorrow, Rob Schneider is at the Park Theater for a 7 p.m. show. Thursday, he is at the uh, Park Theater. In fact, all of Rob's shows through Friday at 9.30 are at the Park Theater. A Wednesday through Friday run. Get your tickets at fullhousecomedy.com. Not to mention, Marina Franklin is going to be at the uh, listening room in beautiful downtown Grand Rapids, part of Studio C. And she'll be at the Grand Rapids Comedy Club on Saturday next week. Paulie Shore is in town for uh, six shows. Shit. Uh, Fullhousecomedy.com. Side note. I want to hear from this champ boy. All right. I want you to send me an email. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I love talking to new people on here. Bruce is king of the couch at the moment. Yeah, he was. He was kind of sprawled out. I've got some dog stories for you from the personal adventures side of my repertoire right now that, oh, my God. I'll get to that in a second. Champ boy, reach out, eric at ericzancho.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Now, you need to know that all the dogs are safe. All the dogs are healthy. There is nothing wrong with any of the dogs. No dogs are lost. None are in jeopardy of anything. Everything is the same as of right now. But let me just tell you that when we got up north on Friday, no, it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. It doesn't matter. It does not matter the day. This was one of the scariest things I've ever experienced in my entire life. I was so shocked and it is a, uh, it was every pet owner's nightmare. I can't tell you how much anxiety it gives me when I think about what, what, what I would be going through if I lost one of my dogs, because then there's that terrible, that, oh my God, are they, did someone pick them up? Did they get greased on the, while they're walking on the road? Were they, were they in peril? And let me just tell you that today on my list of things to do, 
I am buying those satellite dog tag things. I'm going to do that today. I don't care what the cost. I'm buy- If it were $1,000 a piece, I'd buy it. Because I experienced something so frightening. Fuck. O'Neal took off like a son of a bitch. He's, when this dog, that's, I don't know if it's the beagle in him or what, there's no, if he sees something, and there were these fucking turkeys that were wandering around, like about 15 of them, and it was a mom turkey and a dad turkey and about 13 little fuckhead baby turkeys. And these cocks are running around the woods, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here because I know what's going to happen. O'Neal's going to see the turkeys, and then he's gone. And I can hear them out in the woods clucking away like the assholes that they are. Like, fuck, if O'Neill hears those turkeys, he's gone. No sooner than I said that, and I turn around and Benny, the other hound with one eye, his ears are up and he's looking out in the woods. Now, he won't run, but O'Neill notices that he sees something. And then, so he pays attention to Benny and then he he hears the fucking turkeys out in the woods too. And I'm like, oh no. And he takes off so fast into the woods. There is no getting him. And you know what? Bruce follows him. Bruce always follows O'Neal. So I'm, you know, I'm like, oh fuck. And I take off running after these two. Now this is, dense fucking Viet Cong forest. There's nothing but acres and acres of forest. Forest and meth labs and hillbillies. As I'm running off, I scream to Diana, get the food. Now what that means is get food, put it into the metal bowl, put another bull on top of it and shake it. That usually gets, well, that always has been able to get them to come back. But I wasn't holding my breath because at the speed at which they took off. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So I'm sprinting after them through the woods. I'm getting hit with branches. (laughs) Screaming while I'm running. Crocs shorts and it's you gotta really dodge it's like slalom through there and i'm seeing o'neill's deer ass get smaller and smaller and it's it's dusk it's the sun is setting you can barely see out there in the first place because it's hell in broad daylight you can barely see out there because it is so the woods there i are no joke here all the while it's like fucking blair witch i'm like oh shit And I'm getting way out in the woods. And I can hear just very faintly, Diana, barely. And I'm screaming too. And then I I have to stop there. I don't see them anymore. They're gone. And I'm panicked. I mean, anxiety attack times 10. All I can picture is me back at the campsite, putting a whole bottle of fucking, uh, uh, citalopram and eating it and chewing it up like fucking sweet tarts because my brain is running so and I'm like well they're they're gone I just lost two dogs they're dead forever and I can barely hear 
the sound of the food rattling in the aluminum bowls behind me way back at our place. I mean, it's, I've been running for quite some time. And then I see this little gray ball of fur and it's muscle and it's Bruce come fucking running back and I can hear him (laughs) and he hears the food and he gets to me and is like, fuck you. And he runs right by me straight back. And I'm like, Oh, Bruce is coming. So he wants the food. So that worked. No O'Neal. He's gone. So now I got to run back to the campsite and get in the car. So, I mean, it's a considerable distance. So I'm running completely exhausted as fast as I possibly can. I get there. I go, is that, are they all back in the trailer? Yes. Good. I got to go. I get in her car. I take off like a bat out of hell down, down this long driveway from our place onto this road at which is now I'm going to the area that is the direction he was running. So I got to go like around. And I get onto the main drag. Now, the main drag is a road seldom traveled. Okay? No one goes here. But I'm like, oh, he's he might pop out here. And uh, he, could pop, he could have turned and gone another direction and wound up onto the range. Because there's an artillery range right there where the uh, National Guard blows shit up. And I'm like, well, he could wind up there. I can... But that would mean I'd have to drive my car into like a sandy area and probably get stuck and no idea where the fuck he is. All the while, I'm surrounded by dense woods. So he could literally be anywhere. I pull into my buddy, not my buddy, the neighbor who's a half mile away in the direction of where O'Neill was running. And I go, well, he might turn up here. I'm going to bang on the dude's door. And uh, say, if you see my dog. Now, no one was home in his house. And I I fly into there. Now, the way it works in this uh, population area, you don't drive in anyone's driveway. You don't knock on doors. That's a good way to get shot. Everywhere you go, it's private property, private property. You don't ever go on anyone's property. If you ever want to, you have to yell from the road. And if no one's, if you can't, if they're out, then you say, hey, how are you? And then, uh, like, in fact, I was driving in to start the weekend and I have a new neighbor just bought a piece of property and was sitting out in his property by the fire. And I go, hey, how you doing? I I live over here. I'm Eric. He goes, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so. Why don't you come over? Now he invited me. So then I will. But I, if I ever saw him out and I didn't have that conversation, I would never just drive up on a, on a person there because they're fucking crazy. They'll kill you and eat you. So that's kind of the rule. Don't ever just drive up on someone's property. You have to be given permission. That's why the fucking sign's there. And if there's no one there, then you don't drive down the fucking road. I pull right into Bosco's yard. His name is Bosco. And he's, he lives there. This is his home. And pound another, Bosco! Bosco! No one's home. Son of a bitch. And I'm like, fuck. And he's got, you know, this big property and there's cars on blocks and a washer and a dryer. These are fucking redneck. Trump flag, the whole shit. You know, MAGA forever. Fuck Biden. Everything. 
And so then I go walking off the end of his porch and uh, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? And I look and I see his dog is in a dog dog house. And of course it's chained up, tied to a fucking cinder block. And he has a beagle. And I look at the beagle and it's all downtrodden and sad. But then I'm looking at the beagle and then the beagle's posture immediately goes from, I hate my life to, and the beagle's ears go up and his tail goes up. And I go, what the fuck do you see? And then I said, now I don't see O'Neal, but I said, O'Neal? Sure enough, this fucking asshole comes out from behind the house right where I'm at. What are the fucking odds that I picked the right spot to stop? And he's like, "Ah, ah, ah, I'm so glad to see you. I'm fucking tired. Ah, 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 ah. Let me in the car. I'm like, you asshole. Get in the fucking car, O'Neal. And this other beagle's like, oh, no, don't go. It's my first interaction with a living being in 10 years. No. I'm like, fuck you, beagle. Thanks for tipping me off that O'Neal was behind the house. Fucking idiot gets in the back and oh my God, I have never, I was so relieved. I'm telling you, man, I was desperate. If I, that is, I don't like to play favorites, but that's my dog. I would, I am very, very concerned about my mental well-being, and I bullshit you not if I lose O'Neal. It's that serious, okay? Even though he eats shit, it's that serious. If anything happens to O'Neal, we're looking at um, extended time off, pine rest, the mental health, the nut house nearby where I go. Like whenever I lose my mind, I go there. Okay. So I have a room reserved. If that ever happens, just go there and then just meditate, uh, medicate me and meditate me. Oh, son of a bitch. I take him back home and, uh, he gets out and he's got dog shamed face and ears are done. Like, trying to get the fucking turkey get in there you get in there right now you got to talk through gritted teeth you get in there right now and you go in there and you sit down we 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 put him in the trailer bring the other three out and enjoy the night with them o'neill as he has to stay in like i'm not fucking talking to you fuck you you are in so much trouble i was so pissed but just relieved oh shit my god Mm-mm-mm. When could I meet that boy? You almost, you would have been more upset than me. Hi, young boy. Hi, O'Neal. I want to see a boy all the time. I want to see O'Neal all the time. Hey, 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 Kenny, how y'all doing? Where's that one? Uh, I don't even know. I'll just play them all. A girl, I a girl, I can get from you all the time. Hey, no laws when you're drinking. Hey, honey, how are you doing? Hey, honey, how are you doing? Hey, honey, how are you doing? I think that was supposed to be, hey, Kenny, how are you doing? And it came out as, hey, honey, how are you doing? 
Hey, honey, how you doing? That is our beloved Stevie, who on a Zoom got fucked up. Um, my, my fucking Pellerino's. <laughs> I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. Um, my, my fucking Pellerino's. <laughs> and you guys are fucking assholes. I'm sorry I'm a little bit drunk. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's Patriot Nick at the end of it. Did you hear that? He's laughing while looking at black mold. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. Big lie. I want to see O'Neal all the time. Hi, O'Neal. <sighs> so today it's, uh, I love that Bruce heard it. Bruce comes running back. Fuck you. Time to eat. He was so far out and I sensed it. The, uh, the urgency and how uh, powerfully swift O'Neal was when he took off. I was like, fuck me, man. Uh, so then I was like, okay, Diana, we got to change up our game plan here. We, we need to, I, don't, I cannot believe we were rolling the dice, uh, how much we've rolled the dice on the whole uh, dog thing. So I'm getting those satellite dog tags. That's happening, man. Incredible. Megan says you should take Bosco's dog. Um, yeah, that's the way people take care of their dogs up there. Tie him to a cinder block. And keep them in a doghouse 24-7. Yeah, that's a great life. Jesus. Come on. Um, I had more fun uh, when I got back home. Last night, I'm sitting right here, feet up, looking at the internet. And uh, just outside of the window, which you can hear, I hear the gate. Open and slam shut. And I'm like, who the fuck would be opening and closing that gate? So I'm like, that's weird. And then I hear a name being yelled out that tells me we have a problem. And I'm, are you kidding me? After all the anxiety, uh, she had one job. I said to Diana, I go, I'm going to go clean the cat boxes. Can you take the dogs out? Yes. So all that means is Bruce goes on a leash. Okay. Bruce goes on a leash and because he runs away. And then the other three stay in this area. The only way out is through that gate that I just heard open and close. And you can latch it, but I just let it slam shut. Whatever. You walk with Bruce outside outside of the gate and it's it's a five it's five foot outside of the gate on the grass and he goes potty there that's what he likes to do then you walk the five feet open the gate and you 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 go back in well i don't know how she fucked this up but um she did and she has bruce and benny o'neill and daisy are the three dogs in the pool area. 25 minutes later, now again, this she goes outside or outside of the gate and then walks back in and then lets them all back in at the same time. She let 
only two of the three that were in the pool area in. And how she didn't notice, I don't know. Because the next thing I know, I'm up here and I hear the gate open and close and then, Benny, Benny. I'm like, what? Oh, no. Now, the last time Benny got out, well, actually two times ago, this is now the third time in a row she's done this. Let's the dog out. And then he pushes his way out of that gate and then goes. All right. And what he does is he goes over to Schimmel's house and kills his chickens. So the first time it happened, Benny went over there, killed a chicken. Schimmel gets Benny, brings him home and says, hey, you're lucky your dog didn't get shot. He just killed one of my chickens. And I'm like, well, Schimmel, that's fucking terrible to say. Uh, But he's a hillbilly. Sorry. Happens again. Same thing. Diana forgets to bring him in. So I'm like, come on. We go over to Schimmel's, and sure enough, he's at the chicken coop, and he did not get a chicken that time. I bring him like, Diana, what the fuck? Same thing. Again, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what I have to do. So um, I guess from now on, I, we, I, I don't have her do this simple task. Um, every time, got to lock the gate because it's a pain in the ass to lock it. This is how it is with me. I, Benny O'Neill and uh, Bruce or Daisy are in the pool area taking a crap in the wood chips. I wander out, uh, and then two minutes later, if I were if he were to come out, I'd hear it. I still don't know how the fuck she did this. Um, it's a mystery. And then the difference between Eric and Diana is this, and I've talked about this. As perfect as she is, this part is not perfect. Nothing gives me more anxiety than losing a pet. And she knows that. So I come running down the steps and I bust out of the front door of the house looking for Benny. She's already wandering the neighborhood. She's going over to the chicken coop. I see a couple ladies out in front of the house, a couple of our local MILFs. I said, hey, have you seen Benny? No. I go, okay, if you see Benny, just let me know. Okay, thanks. They're like, oh, fuck. Uh, So there's an APB out on Benny. We're kind of, I hear Brian, my neighbor next door. He's, I can tell he's he's, uh, mobilizing too. I go running over to the chicken coop. And uh, as I'm doing that, I'm cutting through the the Hallelujah's backyard. I see Mr. Aleluya, he sees me. I go, yeah, it's just Benny again. He goes, oh, okay. And then so then I hear, I found him. It's Diana. And she's over by the chicken coop, and that's where he is. He's trying to, you know, kill a chicken. And I'm like, fuck, did he get one? No. And then I go, good. Benny, come on. He starts wandering over because he'll listen. He's not like O'Neal. And I go, that's when the lecture starts. I'm so pissed. In the this is my mistake. I should have waited, but no. The fight starts in the Alleluia's backyard, and I go three times in a row. How many times? I give her this that question. How many times does this have to happen before we're gonna get it through our head that we have to let Benny in? That was a mistake. 
You do not pick fights in the neighbor's yard. This is a real problem, but I didn't give a shit. How many times does this have to happen? Oh, shut up. You do it too. The fuck I do. I didn't say that, but I'm like, the fuck? What are you fucking talking about? You've done it too. You've done I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I go, you see, that's the point, or that's the uh, difference between you and I. If I were to do something like this, and you came up to me and said, this is the third time, you know what I would do? I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I would not be indignant and stubborn and dick in my heels like a fucking asshole. All that does is pisses me off even more. This is your fucking fault. You did it. I wish she wasn't at school right now so I could get her on here and yell at her in front of you guys. I'm like, you know how this is this is terrible. This is the absolute worst. Oh my God. So and I then I actually said and I go, I she got close to me, so I wasn't yelling anymore. I go, I go, you can't when you do shit like this. Turn it around on me. That's unacceptable. When I fuck up, you, I, I accept it. You're right. You can't come at me guns a blazing when I'm coming at you guns a blazing and I'm right. If I was wrong, then perhaps, but I'm not. So your job in this scenario is shut up. That's your job at this point. Your your new job, your new occupation is shutting up. When I say to you, how how many times does this have to happen? You don't give me, no, you've done it too. Bullshit. I go, well, I, look, I don't remember me ever doing it with Benny. And this is the third time we've had a problem in a row with Benny. So, I mean, what have you done for me lately? And all you've done for me lately is lose our dogs fuck so then i eventually had to apologize because she was all pissed off but i still wish i didn't maureen says don't tell a woman what to do eric what are you talking about you mean when i say shut up so should i just let her uh, uh, uh attack me when i didn't do anything that's bullshit no that is, that's a ground that these are grounds for a great acceptable fight. You know, I hate it. I hate fighting. Now I take it back. I actually love fighting. Oh man. I was so pissed. <sighs> Kyle says, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm giving you orders for keeping our animals safe. <laughs> Gotta remember that. You just want to set fire to all your Pooh Bear points, huh? Okay, I'm glad you say that. It reminds me. I tried to show her the trailer for the new Winnie the Pooh horror movie. And she flat out refused. She flat out refused. She was, no, no, I love I love Winnie the Pooh so much. That's why she's even called Pooh. Uh, she, she said, I can't do it. I go, you're going to, we got to see it together. I am so ready for this movie. Which some people were wondering, how is it that there is a Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Aren't they? Isn't it owned by Disney? And I think something expired and made it public domain, 
which I don't really understand that exactly how that works, how something can like just anybody can just go and make money off something. <sighs> Maureen says, Eric, I was just quoting you saying, don't tell women what to do. That is true. That is true to some degree. But man, I was upset. But it worked out. All dogs back. I'm sick and tired of being scared, though. My God. All in all, though, I had a great weekend. Okay. Hey, I need you to wait right there because Eric's got to go tinkle. All right? Hey, honey, how you doing? Hey, honey, how you, how you doing? Wow, that was loud. Sorry. Um, I'll be right back. Got to be... So 
So when Eric goes up north, does the NFK go with? Or does he come home to melted ice cubes and feces all over the house? Sometimes he does go with. This time he did not. He was invited. He turned it down. Don't know why. Uh, yes, though I do come home to melted ice, melted ice cubes and, uh, tons of feces smears everywhere. No, not really, but the refrigerator and the microwave were an absolute disaster. What he does is he prepares food and gets things like mayonnaise and, uh, other condiments on his fingers. And then he grabs shit. So there's just, I mean, it's a fucking forensics nightmare uh incredible <clears throat> email from latest newest listener his name is marcus that is um champ boy you can see champ boy if you look on the uh comments and uh champ boy i guess has a channel on twitch and i uh i want to point this out because He's trying to get more people to follow his page. Let me just read this to you. I told him to email me and he already has. What's happening, Eric? Hello, my name is Marcus. My friends and viewers call me Champ. So I started the Champ Boy channel. You happen to come across my, quote, recommended viewers list. And I'm so stoked you did. I didn't realize you switched to the Twitch universe. I love the show and channel. We'll definitely be getting the Patreon ASAP. I made sure to sub... Uh, I made sure to subscribe on Twitch. I'm trying to reach affiliate right now. Gaming and IRL streaming. I think IRL is in real life. Hmm. Uh, when you have a channel, you want to uh, be able to be um, in that capacity. If you uh, get a certain number of people that follow your page, you become an affiliate. Uh, and if you're fortunate enough to then get even more people to follow your page, you will be um, a partner. And that means you can make some serious coin on Twitch. So I want everyone within the sound of my voice, especially the folks on Twitch, to click on his name and hit the follow button. That would be very kind if you would do that. So... I see there's 58 of you right now viewing this. If you all followed him, you could very quickly make a fellow audience member an affiliate. Okay. So do that for your old pal, Eric, and for your old pal, Marcus here. Uh, it made my day to run across your page. I'll have you in my ears for the first couple hours of work. Definitely invest in those dog tags. I always worry about my two as well. It's amazing how fast they can get into trouble when we might think there isn't any. Please keep in touch. This is just my burner email account. I wanted to make sure to receive your email and my main inbox is completely full. Cheers. Have a great weekend. Sign Marcus. Champ boy. So when you... Uh, there's certain uh, things you need to accomplish to become affiliate. And one of the most important things is members, number of people following your page. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get that quickly because of you all. 
So, I mean, just uh, help the guy out here. All I got to do is click on his name there and hit follow like I just did. And then you will know when dude goes live. All right. Uh, let's see. I, Corey, Corey, Corey knows the specifics as to what you need. Uh, so you need to average 75 a month every day for a month to become a partner. I am not at that level. I average about, about 50. I would need more people to follow me in order to get to that. Champ says, hi, Kenny. Hi, Amanda. Hi, everyone else. Wow. Thanks for making my day. Poor guy. That's awesome. He's just struggling, trying to create content. He wants more people to help him out. See, this is paying it forward. That fuck. Yes. $94. $94 paying it forward. Of course, it isn't any money out of my pocket, but who's counting? I mean, fuck, it's it's the thought that counts, right? All right. Uh, thanks to A&E Heating and Cooling, Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. If you need any unexpected maintenance work done, any unscheduled maintenance, or scheduled maintenance done on your furnace or air conditioning setup. This is who you call. When it comes time uh, to A&E heating and cooling, you need to have them over your place twice a year. Once to service the air conditioning, once to service the furnace. These are sensitive pieces of equipment that work very hard. And the, the slightest thing can screw them up. Dust, dirt, Debris makes this vital piece of equipment run less efficient. Call Joe Martinez at 616-516-8579. Also, if you need to install a new furnace or air conditioner, that's who you want to call. They will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces or air conditioners, the absolute Cadillac of the industry. You have to work very, very hard. You have to get one year's worth of education in order to be able to install a comfort maker product. That's how important and amazing it is uh, of a product it is. It's it's unprecedented in the industry. There's no other uh, maker model that requires their techs to do that. Joe had to go to school for one year in order to be able to install the comfort maker brand. So you might think that this costs a hell of a lot of money. No, the cheapest around. No one charges less than Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. If you have a, uh, if a refi is in your future for mortgage, or maybe you just want to get a mortgage for to buy a home, uh, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. You can get a mortgage anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Maine, Alaska, South Carolina, and Hawaii. Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th, doesn't matter. Whether your credit score is fantastic or horrible, doesn't matter. If it's so horrible that it cannot be helped at this current time, yeah, that does happen. But Mario's the type of guy that says, um, your credit is so shitty that you cannot get a mortgage now. But if you do what I tell you, you can. You're going to have to start paying your bills on time. 
and pay off more than what you owe. And then we can revisit this in a year. That's how Mario works because he knows that people who have bad credit today eventually could have great credit tomorrow. And that will come back to him. That's how it works at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Not like that local thief, Kyle, and his mortgage business. Avoid that. Jesus. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God, Marcus. He's just pumping my fucking tires up. He says, my wish is to see Eric Zane Twitch partnership by 2023. When one of the all-time radio greats gives you a shout-out, that's all I'm going to say. I appreciate you and your knowledge and hard work. Glad to find you. Oh, man, that's very, very kind. You made my day. Thank you. (laughs) Kyle says, unless you want to get fucked in the ass on your rate. (laughs) You'd know what that's like. Ah, ha, ha. Gay joke, gay joke. Ah, ha, ha. I don't know. Maybe you're not into that. Maybe you're a top. Isn't that the isn't that the gay terminology? Top and bottom. Are you wait? What are you? A top or a bottom? Hey, I'm a bottom. Well, I'm a top. Nice to meet you. That's all right. That doesn't bother me. It shouldn't. Where you put your ding dong does not bother me. I love everyone. I'm trying to increase my gay audience. Uh, Mitt says, getting fucked in your ass doesn't make you gay, Zane. Kyle is into pegging and getting plowed is, is into pegging and not getting plowed by dudes. Well, I don't know if that's true. Hang on. I, uh, I got to turn on the uh, window air conditioner so that my neighbors can't hear me swearing. Hold on. Okay, let's see. Some show and tell. It should be noted that uh, if you are listening to the audio podcast and I ever get to uh, something that requires you to see something, I encourage you to go to the show notes and do just that. Audio, check. Video, check. 
This was sent to me by uh, more than one of you with the caption, Oh, my back! Oh, ow! Uh, somewhere in India, this ride uh, goes to the top of this uh, giant uh, uh, pole, I guess, spins around. There's 50, 60 people spinning around high up. And then it, well, this happens. Just spinning around, doing its thing. 150 feet in the air, still going up while it's spinning. And then, uh uh-oh, wait, what's that noise? Going up, up. Uh Uh-oh, something, that's a problem. Oh, yes! Holy shit! Oh, my God! That was intense. The thing fell to the ground. No one's dead, but you can see that these people just went flying out of the fucking thing. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh! <laughs> Everybody goes running. The impact. How did no one, how did no one die? Not one, not one person died. Oh, shit. If you can freeze frame it, see this guy here just go flying. Bunch of shit goes flying. Oh, my God. How come they stopped recording? I need to see more of this. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Uh... Marcus says, I had my headphones in the first time I watched this and it wrecked my ears. I bet. Kyle says, shouldn't laugh. Glad no one died, but the bounce is funny. Manda says, too many fat asses on the ride. My God. The workers running the ride ran away after... Yeah, uh, not a lot of info coming in. Just uh, the the ride was a, uh, it's called a drop tower attraction. I guess so. It broke at a fair uh, on Sunday. Uh, A clip of the incident uh, sent to the news. 50 people were on board. Half of them were injured. 16 women and children were hospitalized. The ride had been running smoothly when the crash happened without warning. Uh, remarkably, no fatalities. Fair organizers blame, quote, a technical issue. Yeah, you think so? For the accident and said they would cooperate with the police. Uh, police said the fair was supposed to end on Sunday, but that organizers had been given an extension until September 11th per multiple out. Wait a minute. They're keeping it open longer? Oh, my God. That is, uh, you know, seriously, amusement park rides. You hear occasionally about some of the worst horrors that have ever happened on amusement park rides. And, you know, for me, 
for a guy who is afraid to go in the ocean that he's because he's going to get eaten by a shark or attacked by a jellyfish or some shit. Um, you would think that I would want to avoid those types of rides because you remember there was the water slide somewhere in the middle of the country. I forgot where it was. It's closed down now where something went wrong when the kid was going down the slide and his head actually came off. And I don't know how it happened, but all what started out at the top of the ride was little kid. By the time he was done and in the water, it was kid head red streak all the way down the slide. That happened. That actually happened. Look it up. We have the giant slide right here in in Michigan, Belle Isle, the giant slide where no one was really hurt, but uh, I guess you could have been. And then um, oftentimes you hear about people in, uh, just if you're to look at Cedar Point, all the injuries and deaths over the years, there's there's bound to be one or two uh, that, that, uh, that, that has something terrible happen to them. Chris K responding to the boy going down the uh, slide, the water slide, whose head came off. Was he okay? Expert form. Well done. And then you have uh, black Hodor it, at Orlando's uh, park there. That, uh, that someplace in the middle of Florida, he, uh, the kid, that enormous kid, I think the kid was seven foot nine, 550 pounds. And he, uh, he got into the, he, first of all, he went to all the other attractions at that park and said, Hey, uh, can I ride? And they said, no, uh, we don't allow fucking ogres on the ride. Uh, you're enormous. You, you won't fit on the fucking ride. And he goes, ah, oh, fuck. And he's only a kid. I mean, he's like 11 years old or 12 years old, whatever. And, uh, so then black Hodor wanders over to that one ride and they, they can't even get him in the fucking thing. And they, they still said, ah, fuck it. And the next thing you know, it goes up and he goes flying out of it and he comes crushing, crashing down, uh, leaves a crater and uh, they never recovered his body. He, it was, the impact was so strong, he just disintegrated into the soil. Some of that might be exaggerated and not true, but that's essentially what happened to that kid. So I don't know why I even go on these rides, <clears throat> honestly. I remember one time I went to Cedar Point with Diana. It was Eric, Diana, Mark, and Marta, friends of ours. And uh, we get on the Magnum Force ride. It was either the Magnum Force ride or the Top Thrill Dragster. I don't know. I think it was the Magnum ride. I don't think the Dragster one was even out yet. It was the Magnum one. And this was, at the time, was fucking insane. And uh, I remember she got off of it and she felt like shit. She goes, oh my God, I have a headache. I have a headache. And I think she, we thought she was concussed from her head whipping around, you know? So it was terrible. And uh, so we went back to the hotel room because she felt so bad. And uh, she lays down in the hotel room and Mark and I are sitting there drinking Miller Genuine Drafts after midnight. We gonna let it all hang out. Boom, 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 boom. And Marta's sitting there. Hey, yeah, can I get you a, a wet towel put on your head? Yeah, that'd be great. And so Diana's laying there, and and then uh uh she she starts throwing up, 
And I'm like, oh, no, well, this is uh, clearly a brain hemorrhage. She's going to die. And uh, so I was very, very concerned about that. And then I went, wait a minute. You're nauseous. You got a headache. This all came on very suddenly. I'll be right back. I leave. And I bought a pregnancy test. I was, I suspected this isn't a hemorrhage in her brain. I suspected she was pregnant because, you know, we had been for a while. I had been raw dogging her and she stopped taking her medicine. And so several times prior to this, I had spit in her thing. So I was uh, pretty confident that this is what was going on. So yeah, Mark drove me there. I was all shit faced, stumbled in drunk on MGDs, bought a pregnancy test. And I, I gave it to her and I said, Hey, I think you should try this. You should, you should do this test. And she's like, you crazy. I go, no, I think you're pregnant. I'll bet you you are. And so she went and she, she peed on it. And then she goes, Oh my God, I'm pregnant. I go, yes, yes. So that's when we found out she was pregnant with Jim. And then eight years later, Jim had his own kid and I was a grandpa. That's the rest of the story. That's how that unfolded. What, you guys have never heard the term spit in her thing? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's true. That's how I found out she was pregnant with Jim. College football is back. I watched a Notre Dame-Ohio State game. Fucking Notre Dame fucked that shit up. Uh, we don't need Ohio State uh, uh, being successful. I cannot believe that. Why is Michigan not playing Ohio State, by the way? What a shit show. Uh, Michigan played this dumpster fire of a team, Colorado State, and they beat the shit out of them. I didn't watch a second of it. They jail sexed them like 51 to 7 or something like that. It was so bad, Michigan even put in like its 10th string quarterback. No one give away what I'm about to play. No one say what RG3 said because I'm about to. Robert Griffin III, who was a great college quarterback, and I think he had one good year in the pros. He's done with football, and he was announcing the game as the color commentator. And you know he was sitting on this one because the quarterback for Michigan, audio check, video check, is uh, the like the backup quarterback is a guy by the name of Alex Orgy. So this happened. And what do you know, guys? It's an orgy in the end zone. What do you know, guys? It's an orgy in the end zone as Alex Orgy scores a touchdown. <laughs> O-R-J-I. And what do you know, guys? It's an orgy in the end zone. When I first saw the clip, well, I'm like, why is he doing that? Is he just, is he trying to get fired? 
I mean, nowadays, that's that's the type of thing. If you say something like that, you get fired. But the guy's name is actually Alex Orgy. That is so great. And what do you know, guys? It's an orgy in the end zone. <laughs> All right. That is, that's great. I'm glad he did that. Very, very funny. Uh, all right. Then there was the, this was incredible. The LSU Florida State game. Now, this game is played at a quote unquote neutral site. It's not played in Baton Rouge. Uh, they, uh, they're playing it in New Orleans at the Superdome or whatever the fuck it is. And you've got Florida State taking on LSU. This is Brian Kelly's debut. LSU Tigers are up with a uh, by a seven points with a minute and a half to go, and they're about to score. And they hand it off to score a one-yard touchdown, and somehow there's a fucking fumble. Some dumbass puts it on the carpet and Florida State falls on it. And now they got to go 99 yards. And they do. Florida State goes 99 yards and scores a touchdown. And they're down by one point. Audio, check. Video, check. All they have to do is kick the extra point. And it's a redshirt freshman kicker, Damian Ramos, who might be the most nervous person in the Superdome right now. Roy to snap, ram with the hold to send it to free football. Snap, spot, blocked! Yeah! It's no good! Yeah! It's blocked! Shaheen Brown has got his mitt on it! Fire up the war chant and plant the spear! Oh, Oh, there's some some, uh, Native American stereotypes. Drink the fire water! Fuck the squaw! Knowles win! Knowles win! Mike Norvell, you have your signature win! Early. Talk about it being, you guys are like, that doesn't sound like a neutral site. No, it absolutely is a neutral site. Look at this dude. This dude here is an LSU fan doing Surrender Cobra. These are all Knowles fans. There's plenty of FSU fans that are there. And listen to the cheer, considering that this is uh, uh, in New Orleans, or yeah, in New Orleans, in Louisiana, still was uh, was quite a thing. Holy shit! Now I appear to have just lost it. Did I just lose the internet? Please don't tell me I lost the internet. Come on, I want to watch that again. And it's a redshirt freshman kicker, Damian Ramos, who might be the most nervous person in the Superdome right now. Roy to snap, ram with the hole to send it to free football. Oh, come on, for fuck's sake. That's annoying. All right, punt. This is from the LSU Tigers play-by-play. That first one was the Florida State one. This is from the LSU Tigers. The all-important point after in a 24-23 ball. Oh, fuck me right now. 
Here's the snap. Placement down. Kick on the way, and it is blocked. This is killing me. Crossbar no good, and Florida State going to survive this one 24-23. to 23. Disappointment. This guy's laughing. It's an LSU guy. He's laughing. There's Surrender Cobra guy. All over with here in New Orleans. My God. It's a redshirt freshman kicker, Damian Ramos, who might be the most nervous person in the Superdome right now. Boy to snap, Ramlet to hold, to send it to free football. Snap, spot, blocked! Yeah! It's no good! Yeah! It's blocked! Shaheen Brown got his mitt on it! Fire up the war chant and plant the spear! Nose win! Nose win! Mike Norvell, you have your signature win! Boy, if you're that kicker, you just hate your life, man. You don't even go back to Baton Rouge. You just go home. My God. Scholarship revoked. Get out. And if, you know what? It's it's kind of perfect. I'm glad that Florida State won that game for the simple uh, uh, fact that Brian Kelly, when he took that job, the whole fake uh, Southern accent thing. I think that this is karma. That's I, it, <laughs> For him to do the fake accent and the stupid dance, this works out. Uh, Radio Voice Linda, who's the biggest Nick Saban fan in the world, says this game just prepared Kelly to lose to Nick Saban. Boy, I wonder where that comes from. Where did the love affair with Nick Saban come come from because you also root for Michigan State did it happen when he was a a coach at Michigan State who you know he was a lot younger then and uh, you know uh, perhaps you were smitten by Nick Saban and his dashing good looks is that is that what it all and and she does back it up by saying from his time at MSU so was it like you were there because I don't know what year Nick Saban was coach, but um, I know he's consider he's considerably older than you, so you were probably a teenager, and and really had this love affair with him because you are into old men. Is that what I'm getting? That's what I'm getting at here. Because a lot of women, young women, twenty year olds like old men. Is that what we're uh, dealing with here? And that crush has never left you. Like, you don't even know anything about football. All you know is you want to bed Nick Saban. That's that's what I'm thinking is going on here. Uh, Kyler says, show us on the Bama bobblehead where he touched you. Oh, my God. Yes. Incredible. Well, I hope that Alabama uh, loses all their games. I, you know, and only because 
they're the best. They they pay they pay their players the most. Even with name image likeness, it's not going to matter. When you in Florida, in Alabama, that's that's their pro team. That is their prof- their professional football in Alabama. All right. Not done. First off, Kent County Health Department, thank you so much. Immunizations are what we're stressing right now, month of September, immunization awareness. So whether you're if you're getting ready to travel abroad, reach out to the Kent County Health Department, make sure that there's a uh, well, if there's anything you need to have in terms of immunizations uh, before you travel, access Kent.com slash health. And also concerning immunizations for the kids at school, you know, they go into these classrooms and the last thing you want is them, you know, possibly catching measles, mumps, rubella, pertussis, meningitis, whooping cough. Uh, also the Gardasil vaccine, the vaccine to protect against cervical cancer. You can get all that through the Kent County Health Department for little or no cost. Just get info at accesskent.com slash health. Thank you very much. And then, of course, gift of life. Oh, my gosh. Please, please, please become an organ donor. If you've been listening for a little while or if you're new, you know that I am an ambassador, a media ambassador for gift of life. A simple, simple thing. Talk about paying it forward. You have eight life-saving organs in you. Plus, you can help dozens of people with tissue and cornea donations. And in the unlikely event that there is something tragic that happens to you, as a last uh, gift to the world, you will save lives or improve lives. All you have to do, if you are in the state of Michigan is go to G O L M.org and fill out the form. Takes you two minutes. If you're outside of the state of Michigan, register me.org. Do this, please. There are so many countless people who are on waiting lists for uh, kidneys, livers, intestines, hearts, lungs. Oh my God. List goes on and on and on. If you don't need it, that's what they do. All right. That's what Anne Hache did. That was a kind thing she did. Uh, after they, 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 all right, they unplug the life support. And then a team goes in and harvest everything that they can. Right now, Anne Hache is spread out throughout the United States. Provide the gift of life. G-O-L-M.org or registerme.org. And last but not least today, Blue Frost IT. Online at bluefrostit.com. Reach out to them, 616-285-50. What do they do? Well, uh, a lot of things. Um, If you are in a business or you have a business and the tech sucks and your 10 employees hate how much the tech sucks, um, well, you kind of want to keep those people happy. And frankly, if it takes them longer to get work done because the tech sucks that costs you money so uh, you know kind of uh move up in the world but don't just go and buy new tech off the shelf you got to sit down for a 30 minute complimentary consultation with blue frost it i did that with alan talking about what it takes to get this show out to the internet and then he set me up with the appropriate equipment He'll do the same for you. And then after that, he becomes the managed IT service provider for your business. You give him a few bucks a month. 
And now he is in charge of making sure that everything's running smoothly. If there's any problems, you reach out to him quickly. He can diagnose and fix either remotely or in person. Bluefrostit.com, the number one IT uh, related company in the state of Michigan as voted on by their peers. The annual IT tech convention this year happened in uh, Charlevoix, Michigan. It was a lot of nerds getting drunk. And I think there was sex in uh, Lake Michigan. That is the rumor. Like a big orgy. An orgy in the end zone happened in Lake Michigan of tech nerds. Uh, Hey, they work very hard. They have pent up sexual tension. And then it just happens. Well, that's where they won their award. The world is uh, learning to defend itself against threats to the world of the asteroid variety. NASA created the Planetary Defense Coordination Office in 2016 about what we should do in the event that a massive asteroid is aimed towards planet Earth. We're putting up a mission at the end of this month. This is celestial excitement, by the way. Thank you to everyone who sent this along. We're putting out a mission called the Double Asteroid Redirection Test, otherwise known as DART. Now, I remember in, uh, well, one of the many books that I have on the cosmos and space and the solar system and the universe, uh, reading about an asteroid pair that travels together. And uh, these are uh, actual pictures of these two. And I'm going to show them to you. They uh, travel together. Uh, The big one is Didymus. And the smaller one is Dimorphus. And Dimorphus orbits Didymus. And Didymus flies throughout the solar system. Right now, Didymus is about 6 million miles away from Earth. Didymus and Dimorphus. They are no threat to us as of right now. And uh, they don't anticipate that they ever will be. However, there are uh, billions and billions of these in our solar system alone. Uh, You look at the surface of the moon. Gives you an idea of what impacts do. And uh, which, by the way, uh, if you were to look at look up impact craters on the earth. They're all over the earth too. Uh, but you can't, it's, it's harder to see because we're here, but they, they do exist. And a lot of them are covered by water. But anyway, I digress. Uh, NASA has come up with a way to defend ourselves against a potential asteroid strike. Well, in theory, and they're hopeful that it's going to work and they're going to test it and we are going to be able to see this. And I am so fucking stoked about this. Oh my God. What we're doing is we are launching. Well, I don't know if we're launching. I think it's actually out there right now. I'm, I'm not even sure about that. These are known by the way, as near earth objects or NEOs. 
Okay. Um, what we're doing with this, uh, NASA created the planetary defense coordination office. And what we're going to do is we're going to steer, um, a craft about the size of a car into the smaller of those two, uh, asteroids. So we're going to crash into Dimorphos and see if we can move it. Now, that's the smaller of the two. We're attempting to move it closer to the bigger one. This isn't like a pinball where you hit it. It's just going to immediately change a rapid, uh, strange, uh, out of the blue trajectory. It's going to stay largely the same, and we're going after the little one. And all they want to do is nudge it a little. And they think they can do that if they smash this fucking thing into it. All right. Um, and if, since it's so far out, 6 million miles, let's say there's something 6 million miles out that we know is going to crash into us. No matter what happens, it's not going to crash into uh, Venus or I'm sorry, Jupiter. It's going to crash right into us. No matter what, if we know that well enough in advance, if you move it an inch over 6 million miles, that can do that can work wonders and completely throw it off course. That's what we're trying to do to see if that will work. Uh, I take it back. It has not um, launched yet. NASA will launch an autonomous spacecraft as an asteroid, add an uh, asteroid to change its course using telescopes back on earth. NASA hopes to be able to measure how much the dart changes the asteroids course. The data will be able to help NASA better prepare for an asteroid that could pose an impact or hazard. Can you imagine if they did that and then they actually steered it actually into the planet? Uh, While neither of these asteroids poses a threat, DART will collide with Dimorphos, and if the mission is successful, will change its orbit in the Didymus system. Dimorphos is expected to be pushed closer to DART. I haven't even gotten to the best part of this yet after darts impact making its orbit smaller. So that means Dimorphos will then be, it'll take less time for it to get around Didymus. It's spinning around the fucking thing. Okay. It's, it's being held in by Didymus's gravity. The dart spacecraft is roughly the size of a small car built by the Johns Hopkins applied physics laboratory. It has one instrument on board. The Didymus Reconnaissance and Asteroid Camera for Optical Navigation. So you got a nerd on it with a joystick who can see it, and he, he's going to guide it into the, um, into the, what do you call it, the rock. So I don't know if it's like he's got little thrusters on it to steer it to course, but whatever. Uh the Didymus Reconnaissance and Asteroid Crama Camera for Optical Navigation, otherwise known as Draco. Malfoy, there's your Harry Potter reference. That will autonomously guide DART toward Dimorphos with the help of a small body maneuvering autonomous real-time navigation. Okay, the best part of this. Just before they smash it into the asteroid, they're going to deploy a CubeSat, which is, as it is described, it's a cube satellite with a camera. And they're going to jettison that, and it's going to shoot live coverage of the thing smashing into Dimorphos. 
You can watch it as it happens. Oh, my God. Yes. You got to sponsor that shit. That happens 6 p.m. on September 26th. That's when the show starts. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I'll link up this story in the show notes. And you can uh, bookmark it, whatever. And watch it for yourself. 7.14 p.m. is when they know of the impact. Isn't that crazy that they know when the impact is going to be? It's all math. This is why you go to school. The spacecraft will be launched on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. So roughly 20 days from now, this is going up, going down. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Because we'll be able to hear those space nerds. And that's like one of my favorite things is when the space nerds lose their shit. So cool. All right, there's your celestial excitement brought to you by Mike Ball. Uh, Mike Ball Industries. What's the name of your business again? Mike Ball MB Distributing. That's what it is. All right. I am running out of gas. I'm running out of time and talent to get this uh, show done. Remember, pay, pay it forward is overrated. Know that on the Patreon... In just a few short minutes, well, a little more than a few short minutes, when I get the show started, I have a story about a problem at our Burger King, one of the local Burger Kings, actually not far from here. It's uh, where I live. You don't have to go far before it turns into the ghetto. So uh, problem at Ghetto Burger King. Um, embattled uh, Major League Baseball All-Star suspended for 80 games. Fernando Tatis is trolled by L.A. Dodger fans, as well as he should be. Tatis, of course, a star for the San Diego Padres. And John Daly is an American treasure, and you're going to see why. I hope you've enjoyed the last two hours. I worked very hard to put this show out each and every day. If you liked it, it would make me very, very happy if you'd sign up for my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you are enjoying the free podcast, quit being a cheap ass and sign up for the Patreon. Five or ten bucks a month. That helps keep the uh, show uh, lights on, keeps the uh, vet bills at bay, and the uh, bills for the embellisher. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've been uh, part of Patreon in the past, I would love you on there as well. Uh, A, I just like you there, and B, I want to spend your money patreon.com slash eric zane thank you thank you thank you but that is gonna do it from the baldwin ace hardware fear bunker studio i thank you so much for being part of this show until next time thank you and bye-bye thank you just reminded i was just reminded eric you forgot the asshole today how could you possibly do that you're right thank you kenny good thing i saw that i'm not always looking but this time i was uh last week's asshole today was next day roofing why was that again what was the story behind that next day roofing oh that was kyle from dumpster divers Your asshole today is brought to you by TC Paintball. 
If you have any suggestions, please. Asshole of the day. Your neighbor up, door, uh, up north with dog on chain. Bosco guy. Asshole. Diana for losing Benny again. Hmm. So Diana. Bosco. My neighbor up north. O'Neal gets a nomination. But that was just, you know, his instinct. But boy, that scared me. It's Diana. Yeah, I'm still pissed. Yep, yep. Can you muster up the energy to not be an indignant asshole when you fuck shit up? Come on. How can you not see that? Why do you have to get so defensive? That's the whole redhead thing. That's what that's what Irish redheads do. That's the ward in her. Okay, there you go. Till next time, thank you. Bye-bye.